What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up? Hope you guys are having the best day ever. Um, so I actually just want to kind of share with you guys tonight or today about a little bit about mirror work. I get asked about this a lot and I teach this a lot. I practice this a lot. It's something that's totally changed my life. It's something that I just absolutely love. So we're like, great. What is mirror work, right? That's what I want to share with you guys is that mirror work is literally just that. It's that you're standing in front of the mirror. You're allowing yourself to see yourself. You're allowing yourself to be seen. You're allowing yourself to connect with yourself. And you're allowing yourself to just be present in that moment with yourself, okay? And this is literally a practice because it's something that you have to create, something you have to try, something you have to continuously do. And this is such a huge self-love practice of really embracing you, of loving you, acknowledging you, and allowing yourself to be seen. Part of self-love that I think so many people struggle with, whether they're aware of it or not, is the ability to be able to receive, right? And to not self-sabotage in receiving. So like in part of self-love, you're practicing learning how to allow yourself to love you, right? You're giving yourself permission to love you, to respect you, to honor you, to say like, I'm worth this. I'm enough. Like I see myself. I know my possibilities. I know what I'm capable of. I know that I have this potential. I know what I can go for. It's just if I allow myself to have it or not, right? But the other part of that is allowing others to, to love you unconditionally, like for who you are, for all your mistakes, for the things that you think that make you unlovable, for the things that you think that make you broken, for the things that you think that make you unworthy, the things that you think like, this is the most shameful thing I could have possibly ever done. Like nobody can love me because of this. Like I'm not worth it, right? That's That can go away. You can see yourself and allow yourself to see your worth and to step into your worth and say like, what? Like that is just one season and I am now choosing to let that go. I'm choosing an awareness. I'm choosing to allow myself to see who I want to step into and I'm going to allow myself to step into that person and I'm going to allow myself to receive that love as that person, as me right now in this moment. Not, I'm not going to go backwards and be like, oh, well, you know, you made that mistake when you were 16. That doesn't make you lovable. Oh, you know, you have stretch marks. I don't, I don't, you know, this is just like the best you can get. Oh, you know what? You should allow to be treated like that because really you're just punishing yourself for how you treat other people. 
or maybe how you showed up in your marriage or maybe you're upset with yourself about how you treat others or how you lash out or maybe you're really impatient maybe you are human and you made mistakes cool let it go now be aware of it and choose to see that choose to let go of that and choose to say like that's not who i am now now you can let go of that if you continue to strive towards being your best self. If you keep making the same mistake, which you probably are right now, it's just this vicious cycle of it. It's just vicious cycle of showing it up in other areas. If you can't let go of that, you're never going to be able to allow yourself just to be here, to be present, to be in this moment, to allow yourself to say that you're worth it now, allow yourself to be happy right now and allow yourself to see yourself. Okay. It's part of that is self love is being able to receive this is what I love about self-love is the first part of your heart is you recognizing you, is you recognizing your worth. The other part that makes it all connected is when you're able to receive your worth, when you're able to receive your value, when you're able to receive your respect. Because you know that you're able to demand that, to have that, to respect that. Your life is literally up to your standard for yourself. Okay? So... Whatever's currently happening in your life right now for you, the hardest thing that's happening for you right now, at some point, you've allowed yourself to allow that to happen because that is the level of respect or the standard of living or income or life or your body or whatever it may be that you have, are holding yourself to. That's your standard. That's what's hard about self-love is you're like, well, I would never... I said, this isn't what I want. I, 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 this is not what I want. This is not what I'm creating, but it is, it is. Okay. And this is even, this is the hardest quote for me to swallow y'all. Like it's, it's, it's practice. Okay. It's recognition. It's literally seeing something that you haven't seen before and then giving yourself grace to heal from it and then changing it. It's just a habit for a habit. Okay. And Brene Brown, she talks about this, that the reckoning, the reckoning is the recognition of seeing, oh shit, this has been me the whole time. Like I'm the one who's done this. I'm the one creating this story in here. I'm the one creating this that says I'm not worth it. I'm the one that's creating this where I feel rejected. I'm the one creating that says if I do this, people are going to think I'm weird. I'm the one doing that. And it's recognizing what emotion that that's tied to for us, okay? And through this, the reason I, and I'm tying this back into to mirror work, I promise y'all, but you don't know who you are, what your truth is, what you could want to see in you, if you don't know how to recognize yourself as yourself in this current moment, as where you know what you're planted to be for, if you can't recognize the emotions that take control of you, so that way you recognize like, oh, that's not the motion I want to be in. I want to be in this motion. How can you ever change it, right? It's like this, okay? You want to start to save $100 a month. Maybe $700. Maybe it's $10,000. Maybe it's $70,000. You're going to have to sit and figure out, well, okay, where's my money coming from now? Where is it currently going? And how can I change the direction that it's flowing in order for you to go where you want to go with it, right? So you have to take a deep, hard look. That's going to take some accountability. It's going to take you sitting down and like, Putting, a lot, putting out the time and the effort. How much do I make here? How much do I make here? If I want to save that much a month, maybe I can't do this. 
Maybe that means I can't go to Target. Maybe that means I can't go to Starbucks. Maybe that means I'm not going to get new clothes. What does that look like for you? And then are you willing to see that through so you can get to the goal that you want? Because you know what the emotion is that you're going to feel at the end. Oh, I'm going to feel proud of myself. I'm going to feel safe. I'm going to feel secure. I'm going to feel abundant, whatever that may be for you. But if you can't recognize that you already have that feeling within you right now, that you can create that now by just sticking to a habit and making that happen for you, it's through recognition, through awareness, and that you can change it, right? But you have to like be aware of it to change it. So you have to recognize what am I blocking myself from? What am I not allowing myself to see? What's my blind spot right now? If you can recognize how to find your blind spots through your triggers, through recognizing the emotions that let control you, okay? For example, when I feel ashamed, when I feel rejected, that makes me want to play a movie in my head that says, like, you're not enough, you shouldn't do that, like, people are going to make fun of you, people aren't going to like you, and it makes me want to go and hide. What I mean by hide is it makes me not want to fully play out for the next day, makes me not want to really show up, makes me not want to keep growing, because I'm like, oh, well, if I'm already, like, this is already where I'm at, and, like, people are already saying this, like, can I handle the next level of that? And then I realize, wait, snap out of it. Like, that's triggering me to go towards an emotional pull I don't want to go. Let's go back to where I know. And this is going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable through growth. It's always going to be comfortable. But I know that means that I'm growing. I know that means, like, oh, I'm recognizing this new part of me. And this is what has blocked me in the past from being able to keep seeing it through. And this time, I'm not going to allow that to happen. And so... Through looking at yourself in the mirror and allowing yourself to be honest with yourself, to take accountability, to be able to see yourself, to be able to call yourself out on your own bullshit, to be able to say, um, am I, is everything I'm doing making me proud of you? It's not, is it? It's not. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Huh. You know, I'm really sorry I let us down. I'm really sorry that, um, you know, I have been beating you up. I'm really sorry that I'm not allowing you to see yourself as you are now. I'm really sorry that I keep, keep telling you these thoughts that tell you you're not worth it. I'm really sorry for, you know, all the abuse I put you through. I'm really sorry for, for all these experiences I made you experience to find us here. But the gift is that I now see what all those experiences were for. I now see the lesson. I now see the beauty in all of that. It's helping me see me now, and it's helping me prepare myself to see me more. And I see you. I'm sorry. I love you. I honor you. Um, I want to be proud of you. I want us to be proud. So here's what I'm going to promise to you. Here's how I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up as our best self. And I see what that looks like. I see what I have to do to do that. And I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to love you. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to think about the things I think. I'm going to be aware of what I'm doing. And then I really want you to make a connection to yourself, okay? Because if you aren't connected to you, you're not going to let anybody else connect to you because you don't know how to connect. Because if you can't even connect with you, but you are with you all day long, you don't ever leave. 
if you're not allowing yourself to connect to you, to get vulnerable with you, to get honest with you, to see you, to learn how to trust you, to learn to have hard conversations with yourself, to learn how to call yourself out, if you're not able to give yourself grace and love and unconditionally accept you, how do you, what? You're not gonna let anybody else do it either. You'll sabotage it in some way, in some form, and you may not even be aware of it right now, but you're not gonna live to your fullest potential, to your fullest self, to your fullest happiness, to everything until you can see yourself. And this is why I do so many events with mirrors all around, whether or not you've been aware of that, right? This is why I say so much, I see you. This is why I want you to see you. There's enough for every single one of us to see our highest selves and become that and not have it a competition. There's enough for every single one of us to have exactly what we want. And there's enough of it to go around and more. If you can find the love in you, you can find the love in others. If you can see you, you can see others. If you can stop judging you, you can stop judging others. It starts with you being able to see you so you can see the world from a different view, right? Like, have you ever known something to be so true and then you learn something different and then all of a sudden you saw it from a different view? Have you ever gone back, looked at an old picture of yourself and been like, oh my God, I thought I was so fat and ugly in this picture. Now I see me so differently. Just because you started to allow yourself to see yourself, to see the actual moment, to be present, to be happy, to find the gift, to find, find all that. Because you allowed yourself to sit to connect, to see what you really wanted to see. Our brains are powerful. They only let us see what we ask them to let us see. So start to let your brain let you see all that you were created to be. I literally transformed my life. I transformed my body. I transformed the way that I see the world, the way that I speak even, honestly, um, by this practice. I have several other practices of self-love, but this was such a huge practice for me. It's something I teach this is something after I did a competition, a body competition, a bikini competition. Um, I, I literally got like body dysphoria. Like it showed up for me after that. Right. And I got so used to critiquing myself. Like, Oh, it's not good enough. This isn't good enough. Cause it was like, it was my job at that time. Right. And it afterwards I'm like oh I practice self-love like I teach this like I'm gonna be good it was hard for me to see me in this moment without saying like oh your body shouldn't jiggle oh your body shouldn't look like that because I got so used to these things of what I was striving to be so I stopped like focusing on so much of the wind of it right and that, that's why I help so many people out, out of that whether you and maybe it's maybe you used to be 200 pounds and now you're fit and healthy. Maybe you weigh 150 pounds, 160 pounds, 140 pounds, whatever it may be for you. But you're not even able to see yourself as that because you always keep seeing yourself as an old self. When you make one mistake, when you, maybe you overeat for one day, maybe you skip the gym for one day and instantly you're like, oh my God, I'm that fat person. Oh my God, I'm unhealthy. I'm unfit. Oh my God, I'm not person who keeps promises to myself. Oh my God. And you fall back 10 steps versus being like, cool. Okay, let's have a little talk. All right, so we know that's not the best decision for us, right? Yeah, okay, cool. So great, let's give ourselves grace. And let's say we chose that and choose it. And what am I gonna choose tomorrow? You're, I have a, you can make a, the next decision can be the best decision for you. That's fine. It's fine with that, okay? You can make a new decision. You can always choose. You can learn to see yourself now and love yourself now. And you know what? God gave you taste buds for a reason. 
Yeah. So God gave us all these amazing senses and it's beautiful. He lets us see all the colors. He lets us feel all the emotions we can feel. And the more that you can learn to appreciate those, the more you're able to experience. It's not what we're created for is to experience emotions and to feel emotions. You know, we're able to push our bodies past the limits you even think are possible. Like he gave us, gave us grit. He gave us muscles. He gave us the capability of that. He gave us a mind that is the most powerful thing in the world that you can literally create whatever you want to create. If you can just think it and believe it, everything you've ever seen so far in this world, someone thought it first and then created it just like you. If you believe in God, the higher power, if you believe in energy, if you believe in anything, whatever it is, however you believe you got here, I don't, I don't care. I honor that. But, but someone had to think of you to create you to make it true, right? Isn't that amazing that you were thought of and you were created? Like you're so, so enough, right? You're so perfect. You're here for purpose, for a reason. So allow yourself to see that reason. Allow yourself to see your purpose and then allow yourself to have enough courage to actually step into it, to not self-sabotage it. Because until you can see yourself and see your worth, you're not going to be able to experience life the way that you can experience it to the fullest, to be able to fill all the things. And then to go serve, to go serve and share your purpose with the world, with your gift. Like what is your gift that, that you were given, that you were created with? Every single one of you have a gift. Maybe it's multiple gifts. You can hone in and you can create your gift. You can make it, you can make your gift extravagant if you can learn how to see it and allow yourself to keep seeing what you're capable of. So how? Okay, I want you to literally stand in the mirror and make direct eye connection with yourself. Like literally make, make direct eye contact. When's, when's the last time you actually made full eye contact with yourself? With, with another person where you fully engaged in everything they were doing, you were just so, like you weren't, you weren't bored, you weren't checking on your phone, you weren't thinking another thought. You were just so in that moment, you're like, I'm so withdrawn. I'm so, I'm so not withdrawn. I'm so drawn to you. I'm so in this moment with you, right? And so when you can make direct eye contact with your left eye, your left eye is directly linked to your heart, to your emotions, to how you feel. You can feel someone's soul. You can see someone's soul. You can connect so deeply that you know, like all of a sudden you're just like, oh my God, I'm so connected. I can feel all the things. I can see all the things, right? Your emotions are so tied together. Your soul, you allow yourself to see your soul. You allow yourself to see what you're created for. How powerful is that? How amazing is that? If you can just make eye contact with you and allow yourself to have that. And maybe you've experienced this, this with someone else, right? That, and like, you just made this deep connection and it's just eye to eye. This doesn't even have to be of the opposite sex. You can just be like, wow, I so see you right now. Like, I feel everything you're feeling right now. And maybe you're an empath and so you feel people just naturally. You can feel if someone feels insecure in a room, you can feel if someone feels nervous in a room. You can feel if someone feels excited. You can feel if someone feels scared. You can tell if someone's lying. You can feel what they're feeling constantly. That's an empath. You're very empathetic towards everything going on. But then you can also learn how to see and experience the same experience as someone. Have you ever known that to be true for you? Where you're like, God, I felt that too. Like, did did we just did we just like kind of talk with our eyes? Did we just kind of talk with like like you know what I'm saying right now, right? Like you're like. You're connected, right? Maybe it's with the person you've been with for a long time and you just are super connected. You guys can just like kind of think the same thing. It's because you've at some point let each other see into your souls. 
And then when you know that you're losing that connection is when you guys don't really make eye contact anymore. You're not really seeing each other anymore. That's also true for you. If you're not allowing yourself to connect to you, to see you anymore, you're like, I feel kind of lost. I feel like a part of me is gone. Like, I don't know who I am anymore. Because you stopped allowing yourself to see yourself, to recognize that. And so it's so important to take time. Take one minute. Work your way into this. Take, take time just to allow yourself to see yourself without saying anything negative to yourself. And if something negative does show up for you, says I'm not enough, you made this mistake back here, you can't have this business, you can't grow in this, you can't make that much money, you can't be that safe, you can't be that secure, you can't be that abundant, whatever it may be for you, you're like, okay, hmm. where's that coming from? I'm gonna connect to that, I'm gonna touch into that, I'm gonna feel that. And I'm going to fact check myself. Like I know those facts aren't true for me. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do. I'm going to see that for me. I'm going to see that for us. And I'm going to promise us that. And I see that. And I'm going to affirm to us what we're capable of, what we can do. I'm going to start being nicer. Just me saying this just right now, I literally just started to sit up straighter, stand up straighter. Like, and I literally just started to feel more relaxed and more free. You can even like muscle test. Like, do you want to lean forward into you? Or do you want to step back and like lean out, right? They must muscle test you. Like you can ask yourself, like, is this true for me? And if you lean forward, it's yes. You can ask like, you know, hey, like, do I want to get a decision? Do I love chocolate and peanut butter? It's a yes. I just lean forward, right? And yes, that's so true. You know, do I love, what don't I love? Um, do you love pickles? Lean back. I don't love pickles. Okay, so it's finding truth for you. So it's allowing yourself to be so connected to you that your whole body will let you know what's true for you or not. You're so in tune with your intuition by being able to see yourself that you don't have to ask a thousand fucking people every time you make a decision if it's true, if it's right for you. You don't have to be living in self-doubt. You don't have to be unsure of yourself. Okay. And so it's getting more curious about you and learning through that and growing through you. And then when you get to that level, you're like, ah, I need more. I need to grow more. Like I'm not, I'm not pushing myself. I'm starting to doubt myself. That's when you get someone, a coach, a mentor, a friend who helps can see, helps you see the next level of you and pushes you to go to that space, to go there, to create that, to become that. That's, that is how you are able to see yourself for yourself. That's how, that's the other part of self-love. Like I said earlier, part of self-love is that half your heart. And if you, if you were to make a heart sign up to your chest, you know, you would hold that. Half of it is you. The other half is receiving. That's like the yin and the yang. If you, you can't love fully, if you can't receive fully, that's unconditional. Just like God, like he, he loves us unconditionally. Your higher power loves you unconditionally. Whatever, whoever that is for you, whatever serves you. You're unconditionally loved. You're worthy no matter what. And when we can see that and we can receive that, we can do that for others. That doesn't mean that you have to allow others to disrespect you or you always have to have people around you to say like, oh, I have to love these people forever. You can create boundaries. Boundaries is love too. Boundaries is saying that that's not, that's not healthy for me. That's not respectful for me. That doesn't, that doesn't push me. You have boundaries with what you eat. Like, you know, you shouldn't be eating Oreos every single day and Slurpees and Cheetos and pizza all day long. You have a boundary for that. Like, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't make you healthy. It doesn't make you be your best self, right? So that's a boundary to keep you being the best you, to help you. You, you create boundaries for your kids so they're safe, right? 
you create boundaries for you and your spouse, you and your partners, you guys can connect to each other and stay committed to each other. Why don't you keep boundaries for yourself so you can stay committed to you? It's the same exact thing, right? And so part of looking in the mirror and recognizing this is just that you allow yourself to be aware. You allow yourself to get curious. This isn't out of vanity. It's so you can see yourself and be true to yourself. And through, through, through this, I was able to recognize how mean I was to myself. I was able to recognize the things I said to myself that weren't true. The things that I said, like, I wasn't enough. You're fat. You're ugly. You're gross. Like, no one could ever want you. The, the way that I would look at my body was so mean. The way I would just judge myself. The way that I was comparing myself. The way that I was holding on to this weight physically and emotionally, literally like hurting my shoulders every day, my back in pain, my body physically hurt because I was putting on weight and holding on to this as a protection because I didn't want people to love me because I couldn't receive love. That's a protection tool. And I just hated myself for it. And I, couldn't, and I was so mad at myself constantly. And the way I, and I was able to see myself, I was able to see all these actions. I was able to see this as just part of the practice. And then I was able to recognize, like, that's not true. Why am I doing this? Like, at the heart of hardcore accountability, why am I doing this? Like, I'm the one allowing this. When you're able to see that, you're able to move on from that. You're able to heal from that. If you choose that, you're always one decision away from making a better you. And I don't, I don't mean better you like you're not enough right now. I'm saying that you believe in you, that you're perfect, that you recognize, like, this is true for me. And, like, what is the best version of me? And that's why we admire people that are extreme athletes or have extreme success that are really disciplined in one care category or another. You're thinking of someone right now that you look up to in that. And they're like, wow, that dude has a talent or that girl has a talent. But the only reason you're saying that and the only reason that you can see that, that whatever that quality is, is because that's within you too. And you're craving that. But because you can't see it in you, you're not allowed, you're not giving yourself that permission to say, that's true for me too. If one person can do it, why can't you? That's the beauty of people sharing their success. It's not so you can be all oh, competitive or I'm going to compare myself. And so you can learn how to celebrate and then you can learn from that person. If you can genuinely celebrate that person and say, teach me, show me, I'm ready, I'm coachable, I'm open. I see what I see in you. I want to see in me. I know it's possible because you're showing me that you can work for four hours a day and make a million dollars. Hell yeah, I'm about that life. Celebrate that shit all day long. Teach me. I see if it's possible for you, it's possible for me. Oh, these are the habits that you've created in your life to make it possible. Cool, I can make that possible for me. People are giving you their secrets to success all day long if you just watch their habits, what they're doing, and then you give yourself permission to be like, I can do that too. There's nothing different. You can learn anything if you can learn how to see yourself. So being seen is allowing your mind to set yourself free, allowing your mind to see that you're capable, allowing your mind to see it's all within you right now. You're letting yourself actually be seen by the way you speak, by the way you see yourself. This is how you reprogram your brain. This is how you take a new download and you run with it. It's like when you get a new phone, right? I just got a new phone recently. I had to re-download some apps, bought some new apps too. And, you know, when you get a new app, the only way you can get good at it is by practicing it, right? Practice makes perfect. The only way you can grow a muscle is by practicing it. The only way that you can know your, how disciplined you are is to see it through. And your mind will help you create that. Your mind will push you to, to what you're capable of. It will help you see if you can align with your heart, if you can see yourself, if you can allow yourself to be present with yourself, allow yourself to connect to yourself, allow yourself to receive that. 
And one of the fastest ways to do this is to stand in the mirror and affirm out loud what you're going to do and step into that shit. And you're going to feel awkward the first time or maybe the 10 time or whatever times you do it. And then you're going to be like, wow, I, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I see that. Ooh, yeah, I can do that. Let's go. Let's go. And then all of a sudden you're just like moving into it. And you're like, what? Okay. I want to see some more. Have you ever done something that you didn't think you could do? And then you're doing it? Oh, because you let yourself see yourself and you gave yourself the permission to do it. That's all that it is. Like you literally can do anything if you just give yourself permission to see it through. It's just you upgrading and practicing so you can get good at it. You can make it a habit. And it's you learning what resonates with you, what aligns with you, what is true for you, what speaks to you naturally. What's your God-given talent? And just go run with that and make that happen. And see it through. Learn to see you. So you can just stand in the mirror. I want you to practice this for one minute a day and allowing whatever comes up for you to let that go away and affirm to you who you want to be. And then practice that. Set an intention for that day. This is who I am today. Here's how I'm gonna step into me today. This is what I'm gonna see in me today. Here's how I'm gonna walk with purpose today. And what's gonna happen is your brain will form all that to be true for you. Our brains are powerful. Our brains are looking for all the puzzle pieces we say to go look for. And it goes and finds that true for us. So to elevate the way that you think, you gotta to start to see more. You gotta put yourself around people who see higher things than you who have experienced more than you so they can help share that so you can see that so you can picture it so you can imagine it. You can't, you can't draw what it's going to look like if you've never seen it. So you got to go help experience that. Go be around people that are doing what you want to go do so you can learn how to paint that picture for you to be true to you so you can learn how to feel it so you can see it in you. The people that, are, that you admire that you want to be like, go learn how to celebrate that and how to bring that towards you by seeing that in you. And be around that so you can paint bigger, higher, grander pictures of that. Because whatever you can see, whatever you can see, you can learn to believe it, then you will achieve it. In anything, you can literally reform your body, you can reform your life, you can reform your bank account if you can learn how to see it. If you can paint the picture in your mind, you can have it. I know this to be true for you. And then you just got to claim it. You got to practice it. You are the one who creates the box of what your reality is, of what works for you, what doesn't work for you, of what is true for you, what's not true for you. When you can learn how to unleash that box and give yourself permission to see outside of that box what is possible for you, just by seeing you, by practicing this, by looking in the mirror, by stepping into you, by holding yourself accountable, by having hard conversations with you, you can then receive love, you can give love, you can have unconditional love with you. Starts and ends with you learning how to see you, learning how to practice this. So what is mirror work? You say, this is, you know, this has gone all the places, right? Mirror work is you seeing you in all that you do. Because we are all mirrors for one another. Whether that be good or bad. If you have children, you know this to be so true, right? My kids mirror the best of me and the worst of me. They mirror the best and the worst in their dad. They are mirrors for me to see what I put limits on myself, what ages I started to compare myself. They are mirrors for me to see how I speak to myself, how I react, what emotions I let get the best of me. When Ella throws a fit or gets super impatient, 
I see that in me. She becomes the mirror for me. And that helps me see where I can be better, how I can be the better version of me. So I can mirror better for her. So I can mirror the best life that I know she's capable of having. And so I can talk to her about that by talking to me about that too. How I would talk to her like, hey babe, let's talk. Let's make some eye contact, right? If you have a kid, you know that if you make direct eye contact with them, you get on your knees, you get on their level, they understand you. It doesn't come from fear. It comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of, I want to teach you. I want to help you. Why don't you do that to yourself? Hey babe, what do you need right now? What's going on? How can I help you? Let me get on your level. What's going on? Make that same connection with you. You have needs too. It's okay to have needs. Get in touch with that. See you. See the mirrors that you're creating for you. And are the mirrors around you the best mirrors for you? Or do you need different mirrors so you can see more of you, so you can actually celebrate you, so you can see you? That's where boundaries come in. Oh, no, no, but I don't want that. That mirror's bad for me. All you make me see is an old version of me. Mm -mm, not going to work for me. Thank you. Love you from afar. Wish you the best. That mirror, no more. Learn to start to see the best in you by seeing the best versions of others in them. See their soul, connect to them, connect to you, connect to the emotions that you want to create in you. You know, Harper teaches me patience <laughs> on such a different level. And she teaches me to have fun. She teaches me to sit and to cuddle. Ella teaches me that I need more love sometimes. I need to just sit and ask for it. And that's okay just to, it's okay to be home for a day. And they mirror that and they also mirror me. I see in them like all this courage and all this strength and all this power and all this brilliance and all this beauty and all this determination, all this grit and, you know, all these feelings and all this, this love and all this imagination and this, this fearlessness and the possibilities and how they make friends and how they speak to each other and how they love other people and how they just jump and just go. Like if they can do it, I can do it, right? You see, we're all mirrors for each other. Every single one of us. We mirror what maybe we see the worst in us to some people or we mirror the best in us. It's literally called the looking glass theory. It's a mirror theory where I learned this when I was going to school to be a psychologist, that, um, you know, the way that you could, if you make direct eye contact with someone, you can see how they view you. You can see the level of the, the, the level that you can get with them, right? Like they mirror what they believe in you. And this is why maybe you've worked for someone who they believe so much in you. They saw like everything that you were capable of and they pushed you. And so with that direct manager, that supervisor, like you just elevated, like you just, you conquered goals. You became the best of you. You made the most money you've ever made. You believed in you, felt confident in you. And it was just because this person helped you see it was possible in you. That doesn't mean that person gave you that power. It means that that person helped you mirror what was already within you. And so it's helping you learn how to grasp that and anger that and mirror that in yourself and see that and that power is already within you too. They just help become that reflection for you to see that was true for you. That's why I love mentorship as I had in coaching. I've had so many of the best mentors and best coaches because they helped me see what I couldn't see. They helped me find my blind spots. They helped push me, especially like in weight training. They helped me see like, they're me, you are so much stronger than that. Like, why don't you think that you're stronger than that? Like, I know that you are stronger than that. So go put, go put another plate on that. Go lift more than that. Go, go give me 10 more reps. And I'm like, oh shit, I can't do that. I don't think I can lift that. Sure shit, what do you know I can do it? 
they helped me see what I couldn't see in me. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, my bad. I see that now. I see that. They help you see your blind spots. Some of the best leadership that I've ever been under, they helped me see what I wasn't seeing. They helped me see how, man, like I would be how I was people pleasing, how I wouldn't have like a backbone sometimes, how I wouldn't push my own teams to their best best of capabilities. That was a disservice I was giving them. So I wasn't being honest with them about what was really wrong or what was really going on. Cause I was so afraid to not be liked or be rejected. And they would help me see that. And I'm like, thank you. Now I got to go apply that. Right. That's the best kind of leadership is people who help you see what you're not seeing and then are honest enough and courageous enough to help you see that and are willing to sit in the sting with you and are willing to teach you a way through and are willing to sit and push you until you see it's true for you. Richard Branson was the first Olympian to run, um, not Richard Branson, I think that maybe that is his name. I'll have to, I'm half a fact check myself here. But um, now it's really going to bug me. I'm going to have to Google this in just a second. But he ran the first four minute mile. No, I'm right. I'm right. He ran the first four minute mile. Okay. He was an Olympian. That's why I messed my brain up with that. He ran the first four minute mile. Before that, no one thought it could be true that anybody could run in a mile in four minutes. All of a sudden, the next day, I think there was like over 18 or 20 people who then also beat that national world record and then were able to go run a four-minute mile, three-minute mile, because they started to see it was possible. They saw it was capable. They saw they could do it. Do you see what I'm saying by mirrors? Do you see what I'm saying by if you can learn how to see you? Do you see what I'm saying by we're the one who creates the limits for ourselves by what we see is possible for us? So the more that you can learn be learning every day. Then that will help you be able to paint a broader, bigger picture. It will help you see more. It will help you see like, that's possible for me. Right? Like even think about what's going on right now. How many of you don't really believe in COVID because you haven't seen it be true for you? Hey, just saying. Right? How many of you maybe don't believe in God because you've never seen it to be true for you? How many of you have never tasted something because you saw it first and you decided you didn't like it how many of you have never got to know someone because you saw them and made up an idea of this person how many of you have never done something because you saw someone else experience it and you decided that you didn't like that how many of you have gone and done something because you saw someone experience it and do it and you wanted to have that we see what we want to see we see what's capable for us. And once you see it, you can have it. You can believe it to be true, right? And then you can start to paint that picture. You can start to feel it. We are creatures of emotion. Every emotion we feel creates emotion in us. So if we can see those emotions, we can see the next level of that. We can create that. We can have that. We can anchor into those emotions and then we can become that. So what is mere work? Mere work is every day practicing to see you in all you do not just in the mirror, but in every way. To see that you are worthy, you are capable, you are enough. You are so unconditionally loved. So go, give yourself permission to be whatever you want to be. See it for you. I see it for you. And I know it's true. 
Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're feeling that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.